on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank roll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, today we have QAF. This is where you get to submit the questions, and I give you the answers. Now, these questions, they can be about anything. For those of you that listen for our conspiracy theories, you don't realize that I'm actually a pretty successful entrepreneur. I've done a couple things. And what I like to do with this format of the show, the Q&AF, is that I like for you to submit questions about how to win, business, entrepreneurship, uh, how to get better, and then also whatever else you want to ask, I'll answer that too. But mainly personal development, how to win questions is where my wheelhouse is. So um, you could submit those questions a couple different ways. First off, uh, and the best way to submit them is to email them. Guys, email those questions in to askandy at andyforsella.com. And that's Handsome DJ over there. Yes, it is. Yeah. The other way, I don't want to make you feel bad over here. It's Handsome and Dot. I, just, over there I just stuck my tongue out. Mm. Yeah, I saw a little fucking, <laughs> I saw a little I'll kill you look coming from him right to you. That's so jealous. Yeah, bro. I saw it. <laughs> All right. So uh, the other way to submit those questions is uh, if you didn't know, these episodes are uh, full length posted on YouTube now. Uh, that's something we haven't done in the last, you know, eight years we've been doing podcasts. We just started this uh, about six weeks ago. So the full episode of Q&AF, if you just drop your question in the comments section, we'll pick some from there as well. Um, make sure you subscribe to that too, because we've got a lot of unique uh, YouTube content coming up. You know, some of the stuff that you guys asked to see a lot of, which is, you know, behind the scenes type stuff, lifestyle type stuff. That's going to be going on there. And then some specific entrepreneur uh, stuff is going to be going on there too. And that is not where the new MF CEO is going to be posted. That'll be a whole different thing. We'll talk about that later. If you're new to the show, we have multiple different formats. Today, you're going to hear Q&AF. Other times you hear CTI, that's cruise the internet. Now cruise the internet is uh, we put shit on the screen and we cruise the internet. We talk about how fucked up the world is. We make jokes, we laugh at it. We talk about what the problem is and how we can try to solve it. Uh, other times we do real talk. Real talk is five minutes to 20 minutes of me just giving you some real talk. And then other times we have full length and full length is where, you know, a guest comes in and we have a conversation. And so we do it a little different. You're not going to hear me read ads. You're not going to hear me talk about, uh, you know, this fucking foot cream I'm using that I'm getting paid to use. That I don't fucking use. Okay. I don't do that shit. Um, we've run a top ranked podcast for almost a decade. I haven't taken ever a dollar for advertising. And the reason I don't is because I don't want to talk about some shit that I'm getting paid to use that I probably don't even actually use. Uh, and I'd rather just you guys trust that I'm being authentic and giving you my authentic opinions on things. So in exchange for that, we ask that if you uh, like the show, if you get value out of the show, if you learned something, if it helped you, please share the show. The only way our show grows is if you share it. So uh, if we give value, share the show. If we do a bad job, don't share the show. I think that's a fair deal. All right. I think that's good for the housekeeping. What's mm -hmm. going on, man? Yeah, what's going on, brother? How's everything? It's good. Yeah, it's good. Dude, I, somebody, uh, they, they sent in this question. I can't remember if it was off the email or the YouTube, but they had asked. They were like, you know, you told the story uh, back in the day uh, when you didn't know the products that you guys were putting in your, in your store and you had to read it off the label. <laughs> I already know where the fuck you're going with And this. somebody had asked, well, fuck, if you didn't know that, how did you know what to stock the store with? I knew he was going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get some insight to that? I don't know if I should tell that or not. I don't know if I should tell I mean, that. So basically was what it illegal? I did. Huh? <laughs> did you show it illegal? 
I don't know if it was illegal. I don't know. We're going to find out. Uh, so the way that I found out, like, dude, you guys got to understand, I didn't know anything. Like, this is the reason, listen, the reason I'm so intense with you guys and passionate about your guys' success is because I understand how fucking stupid I was when I started my business and I can see what it's gotten to. And trust me, I'm as surprised as fucking anybody. <laughs> Okay. And you will be too when I tell you this story. But this is the reason. Like, you guys misunderstand. You think I'm angry. No, I'm fucking angry because you're not believing in yourself enough to actually understand what you're truly capable of. That's what gets me fired up. And because I know how fucking weak and stupid and, and basically unequipped I was. And I understand what just a simple couple simple things will lead to. And so that's where I come from. You guys fucking read it all wrong. But that's a whole nother topic. What did I do? Well, do you, do you guys remember those little yellow Kodak cameras that you had to wind up? Yeah. So what I did was I went in the fucking supplement store here in St. Louis and I took pictures of their shelves and then I took pictures of their fucking pricing list and I fucking just ordered the exact same thing. So I went in the <laughs> store. I fucking walked through the store like a fucking clown. I just took pictures of every shelf, yeah. just like this, click, 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 trying to do it like discreetly. You say you're from the health department? Or no, bro, shit? no, no. <laughs> I knew the guy working. Yeah. I knew the guy working. So the, but like we were talking and yeah. he like went in the back. I went, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like thinking I was doing some real fucking CIA spy shit. Okay. And, uh, and you know, I'm thinking like, fuck. Like, I'm walking out of the, of the building and I'm like, fuck, dude, did I do that too fast? Are they going to be blurry? <laughs> like, am I going to be able to see what I got? Like, because hey, you don't know until you develop yeah, them. Yeah, so then I went and got them developed, and I fucking looked through them. I'm like, okay. And I matched them up on the price list, and I'm like, all right. And, <laughs> and I fucking ordered them, bro, and that's how we started our business. So, so you created business espionage. Yes. I don't know if I created it, <laughs> but I definitely executed it. Here's the thing, man. Like, I didn't know. How the fuck else do you know? Like, dude, we, you got to understand. There's no Google. There's no Google. There's no fucking internet. There's no social media. How do you know? How do you learn? That's the only way I could think of to get it done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like that's a holdup that a lot of people have. We were just talking about this on the Shine Ryan episode, but it's like there's so much information and tools and everything to our disposal, but there's, there's still this massive, uh, just massive, like, in, inability to just fucking go. You know, like, just go. Like, you don't need the perfect plan. You don't need all the fucking tools. Just go. I, bro, I don't know any other way, man. Yeah. Like, I actually think a big part of me becoming, uh, you know, financially successful in life was that I was too fucking stupid to know any better. Hmm. I, I, I really do think that. Like, I, I think people look and they think you must be super fucking smart. The only reason I sound somewhat smart sometimes and the only reason I'm able to predict things ahead of time is because I spent the last 24 fucking years running a business, anticipating what I think is going to happen. And I supply those skills over here. But when mm -hmm. I started out on day one, I didn't have those skills. So all you people interpret in, you know, intelligence as experience. And uh, if you did what I did for 24 years, you'd have the ability to see around a corner as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> so. I love it. Yeah, man. And, and like, dude, that's. You know, that's the secret for all of you guys. Like all of you guys have to understand that the things that you admire in most other people are just the result of the experience that they persevered through. It's not something that they were born with. 
Mm. It's something that they earn through through willing to go before they had the skills to even go. Yeah. And and you know, that's pe- people If there's any have, secret, that's it. If you want yeah, those bro, skills, you got to go think, do that shit. I think because yeah. we live in this day of age where, you know, information is so accessible and so deep, you know, like you can literally go uh read all the vi- like it's so hard to explain to someone what it was like before the internet that didn't live in it. Mm. Like, it's so hard to make them understand. Like, when I try to talk to my, my employees, right, and I'm telling them, like, look, dude, we got social media. We got this incredible tool. We got this and this and this and this and this. They don't realize that, like, the social media, when I started, was I had to walk down the fucking street and knock on fucking doors, bro. Yeah. You know, like, that's real shit that I did for years and years and years. And the level, it kind of like explains why there's so much inaction with so much overload of information, right? Like, because you don't have to be really that resourceful. Mm. So you never learn the skill of like, okay, well, fuck, I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have this. How am I going to do it anyway? Yeah. And because, there, because you have this and you have this and you have this. So resiliency is never really picked up. You know, and, and, and I can see this in the younger generations because they have a hard time the minute something goes wrong. Like yeah. the minute something gets fucked up, the minute something goes wrong, the minute uh, their girlfriend breaks up with them, the minute, you know, something bad happens they didn't expect. Like, bro, they, they're fucking wrecked. And it's like, dude, look, man, like it takes more than that. Like you have to push through those things and you have to fucking understand that like, solving a problem regardless of what's going on in your life regardless of how hard it is regardless of what like you have to separate these things and understand that like you have to still solve the problem yeah and i think because we have an overload of information and an overload of like really just like everybody else's shit all the time we have we have access to you know the most detailed information about any subject that can ever like at the click of a fucking button how resourceful can you really learn to be? Like, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like, if yeah. you don't have to look very far to fucking survive, how good can you be at surviving? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. people think they're good at being resourceful because they can type in and, and find an answer on fucking Google, right? Yeah. But they don't understand. Like, what happens if, what happens if the fucking internet went away today? Exactly. Like, how, many, how many of you guys listening, real talk, could run a business with no internet. How many could do it? I could do it because I fucking did it. I did it for a long time. All right, now would we be able to do how we do it? No, but I could pivot it real quick mm-hmm. and do it. I know exactly what I would do. I thought about it a lot, actually. You know, that's how you should really think about your skill set. Yeah. Like, what if the power went out? What if the internet went out? What if you couldn't rely on all these tools? What if you didn't have access to Google? How would you solve the problem? And start thinking like that. And that'll help you develop some real skill set when it comes to re- being resourceful as an entrepreneur business person. Absolutely, man. But it, and it ties in uh, right with our, our, our first question because it's almost like you got, in order to be resilient, I feel like you kind of have to have that overall, uh, you know, point, purpose, goal. You have to keep that in mind, right? Like why you're doing this shit. And that kind of goes into this first question. Uh, so let's get into this. Andy, question number one. Uh, Andy, I am currently a student studying for the MCAT a standardized test to get into medical school. Even though I'm not in the entrepreneur space, the lessons you teach are still applicable. My question is, 
How do you keep the vision of your end goal uh, fresh in your mind when you have such a long way to go? Uh, I've been using aggressive patience and I'm ex- executing on my critical task, but I still have a lot of improvement to make uh, before my big test day. Sometimes I just lose sight of why I'm working so hard uh, when I'm studying in the weekend and the bitch voice starts to creep in. Do you have any advice to keep that overall goal and vision fresh when you have such a long way to go? Yeah, I, I could totally relate to that. And, and uh, so in 2006, I had lived away, a home, away from home for seven years, started my business. We expanded to St. Louis. Now, when I came to St. Louis, I was only making $695 a month. I couldn't afford to like live anywhere else. So I moved back in with my dad. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when I moved back in with my dad, it was very humbling, right? I've lived outside. Now I, f- I feel like a fucking loser, right? Mm-hmm. Now I love my dad. I love hanging out with my dad, but it's still not that cool when you're 26, 27 years old, moving back in with your fucking parents after you've been away, right? Um, I met this girl uh, who was a friend who was a chiropractor, and she was uh, pretty much the complete polar opposite of me, okay? Meaning like I was very much X's and O's. This is data math. I'm very data-driven, very fact-driven. Very much so, like I can look at a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet and it makes sense perfectly to me. She was the opposite of that. She was very spiritual, very free-spirity, very hippie-ish. Mm-hmm. I fucking hated hippies, okay? <laughs> I fucking looked at them like, you fuckers need to shower, all right? <laughs> like, that's what the fuck I thought about hippies. Now I realize like I was kind of harsh. Yeah, like yeah. Some of my coolest friends are those kind of people. They're right. fucking cool. Um, still takes fucking showers. Yeah, you should still shower. Uh, but she start, she introduced me to the law of attraction. Okay. She gave me this book called the secret. And for most of you guys, you guys have either heard of the secret or you've read the secret. If you haven't heard of the secret it's a very popular book at that time, uh, it's still very popular. That is basically an introductory book to the law of attraction. And in that book, they talk about the power of visualization and basically what they call the law of attraction, which is where you paint a vision in your head over and over and over again. And eventually the vision becomes a reality. And so like at the time I was very embarrassed. I was very down. I was very frustrated. I'm a grown man. I had to move back in with my fucking dad because I was broke. Now I was building a business, building a company, reinvesting all my money, but it still didn't feel good. Right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not like, like, you know, you're 28 years old, bro. Like, Back then, like I know everybody like fucks each other off fucking Instagram now, but back then you had to like date people and shit and like go out. (laughs) Like it just wasn't a good thing. Like it does living at home wasn't a real like it made pretty much made made you a zero on the on the fucking pussy scale. Okay. Right. right, You weren't getting none ever. All right. (laughs) So so it was not, it was very frustrating. And so I'm like, fuck it, dude. You know, business was going okay, but it wasn't great. And I'm like, fuck it. I'll I'll fucking try this hippie shit. You know, and uh, so I watched the DVD. I read the book, and I thought to myself, "I'm like, this sounds like, this sounds like fucking hocus pocus, man." But like, I'm losing now, or at least I feel like I'm losing. You know, I'll fucking commit to it and see how it goes. So the first vision I started visualizing. Now remember, I have zero money. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm living with my dad, 27 years old, your age. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm fucking. I'm, I've started to fit and I have zero fucking money. I'm talking like zero money, dude. Like I don't have fucking savings. Like I'm, I'm talking 
couple hundred bucks maybe, like total to my name. And I started painting this vision in my head of what it was, what it would be like for me to be successful. And I had three distinct like visions. It was like a movie that I played in my head before I went to bed every night. The first one was I was driving inside of a Lamborghini and I was pulling up to a, uh, to a private jet, like an FBO. Okay. And I, I driving up and it was, it was a right turn and I like turned right. And then, you know, proper Lamborghinis have doors that go up. And so I would open the door and I would see the door open up in my field of vision and through the, through the hole in the, uh, in the door, I could see the airplane and I could see all that, the, the, the suede and the Alcantara and the, I could smell the car and it was a white Lamborghini. And so then I would get out of the car and I would walk over to the plane. I could see the rails coming down the steps. They were chrome. I could see the black tread paper on the, on the treads. It was all perfect, pristine. They had a rug laid out. Got in there, white leather, black carpet, um, deep, dark wood cabinets. Like, I could, like this is the vision I, 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 I painted for myself over and over and over again. And the reason I've got my eyes closed right now is because I'm trying to like repeat to you what I'm seeing because I played this in my head so long. And then the other one was um, where I was on stage and people were just cheering for me. I didn't really know why they were cheering, but they were cheering. And I, I would paint that at the end of that vision. And I would play that vision in my head over and over and over again, like every day. And I did it every day. Like I didn't, I didn't fucking not commit. I didn't try it for a week. I didn't try it for a fucking month. I just fucking said, this is part of my routine now. And so then I started like reading more about the law of attraction. Like I got more interested in it and I started getting into like the quantum physics behind it and the metaphysical theories behind it. And I started really reading in depth about some of the experiments they have done um, regarding how it works. And so I decided to commit to a little more of it. And so then I made a vision board, right? A vision board is basically a board. And I went down to Barnes and Noble and I bought all the like luxury lifestyle magazines and I cut out all the pictures of the shit that I wanted or that represented my life, what I thought was success was at the time. And I put them on this board. And um, that was 2006, bro. And uh, by 2011, I was, I, I was flying private. I had a fucking white Lamborghini. Okay. And by, now remember, 2006, I'm broke. Yeah. I'm broke. Not, not kind of broke. Fucking starving broke. By 2011, I'm living that life for the most part of what I was seeing in my vision. So once that occurred to me, like once I, like what, cause like, dude, when Sal and I went to pick up that first Lamborghini, like to me, it was like, it was like, it wasn't right. It was mm-hmm. like, it was like, um, no, it, w- it wasn't imposter syndrome. It was like, it was like something clicked where I start, where I went from thinking, I'm like, this is it. Like, this is, this is what the fuck this is about. Like, this is what it takes mm. because I thought that like, I really thought that like, I, I really didn't believe that I could be one of those people. Does mm. that make sense? So like, I really, I was like, it was like surreal. Yeah. And I, I started, it started to click in my head. I'm like, well, fuck, I worked hard. I visualized this shit and it happened. And so shit started to really click for me at that time whenever I started to like actually witness some of the things I was visualizing come true. My life changed. 
And then I went all in on the visualization. And as you guys know, especially if you're an Arte syndicate, this is something that we talk about consistently because it's real shit. And I believe personally, and I can't validate this in any way, but I believe it's as much as 40 or 50% of our success puzzle. Mm. Because dude, how the fuck can you, if the universe actually does create your life, okay, from your brain, how can it know what to create if you don't intentionally create it? It's going to continue to give you more of what you're thinking about at the right, time. Right. And since, what do most people think about? Shit. Well, no. Most people think about Thursday night, happy hour. Friday night with the boys. Yeah, bullshit. What yeah. we're going to do this weekend. Mm -hmm. And so they continuously think about that. And that's what they continuously get in their life. Yeah. Over and over and over, right? I started to put all these things together because I'm like observant. And I'm, I'm seeing what's going on. And so I, then I went all in on visualization. Like after I started seeing it, and that changed everything, bro. And so like now, it's, I, I think it's one of the biggest things that anybody, any of you guys could actually learn to do and believe in. Um, I'm to the point now when I visualize things, I don't question, like there's no doubt inside of me that they are going to happen at all. Like it's just, I understand how it works. I understand I've got to do my part. I understand I got to tell the universe what, I, what the fuck I want, right? But I also have to do my part. And I understand if I do those things that it will, it will be there. Mm. And that's, that's something that I accept as 100% truth. Yeah. And so you ask how to keep the vision in the top of your head. Well, you should, you should keep the vision in your head every single day. Yeah. And that's how I do it. You know, now here's a, a, like, don't step in this hole, like watch out for this shit. Okay. Mm. Um, what will happen is you'll start visualizing in your head, you know, where you want your company and then you'll start thinking about all the shit that's going on in your company and you'll stop. This is, a cre this, this is the time for you to create your life. This is not the time for you to agonize over all the shit that you have to do to create it. This is not the time to think about all the reasons you can't. This is not the time to think about the processes of how. This is a time for you to create creatively and get in touch with the universe and tell the universe exactly what the fuck you want. Okay, and a lot of people fuck this up because what they do is they start to see this shit and then the, the how gets, gets in their brain and then that ruins the whole creative process. Yeah. So you have to learn to separate the creative process. I'm here to create. Like, dude, if you were able to literally imagine your life in your brain and just close your eyes and imagine it, what the fuck would it look like? That's what the fuck you're doing when you visualize the rest of the time that you're not visualizing when you're awake and you're at work, that's the time to create. That's the time to like, like how, how we're going to do this, mm. how I'm going to do my part over here is just, what do I want? Yeah. You see what I'm just saying? Paint, paint the vision. Yeah. Yeah, bro. And if most people are honest with themselves and, and, and like, if you audit yourself right now and you look at your life and then you're honest and you say, okay, well, what do I concentrate on? What do I fixate on? What are my thought processes? And you can become aware enough to be honest with yourself about where it is you spend your time visualizing. Even if you're not intentionally visualizing, you'll realize that your life is a direct reflection of the thoughts that you think. Mm -hmm. And so if we're honest with ourselves, that's the fucking truth. Yeah. Okay. And this is why so many people get caught up in this cycle of mediocrity. It's because all they think about is how hard they have it. If you, all you think about is how hard the fuck you have it, guess what the universe is going to give you? More hard shit. Mm -hmm. Right? It gives yeah. you more of what you think about. So it's important for you to understand that, you know, we need to be aware. You need to develop a certain level of awareness. Like when you start thinking negative thoughts, you need to push those out. And people think also, then on the other hand, like you have one, 
oh, fuck, bro. I've been fixated on this negative thought process. That's okay. That's okay. Are you aware that you're negative? Well, yeah, that's why I'm upset about it. Well, no shit. But see, here's the thing. Most people are never aware of the negative thought process, right. which creates a negative life, right? They're unaware. And just because they're unaware, it's just like gravity. We might not, like the cavemen from back in fucking 10,000 years ago, these motherfuckers didn't know uh, what gravity was. But if they step off the fucking edge of a cliff, they fucking knew, mm -hmm. right? So it doesn't, just because these people don't understand how it works, doesn't mean that it's not working for them right now. Oh, just on, because you guys listening right now aren't utilizing this doesn't mean that it's not working for you right now. You just have to adjust and understand the game and work with these things in the proper way and they start producing a different result. Yeah, so um, how do you keep the vision in your mind? Visualize every day about where you want to be and make it a fucking point. Surround yourself with everything that you're inspired by. Surround yourself with a vision board uh, that you can see at your desk or see at home. Consistently look at yourself uh, when you see this vision board and see yourself living this life in as much detail as you can, like when you're visualizing at night, you should be trying to smell, you should be trying to feel, you should be trying to make it as real as fucking possible. And here's the last thing I'm going to say about it. You have to make sure that you understand that this is a skill set because when you first start doing it, you're not going to be great at it. It's going to be, you're going to be, you're going to be able to do it for a, like a very short amount of time. And then you're going to get distracted. This is no different than meditating, learning how to meditate. Okay, takes practice. So just because the first three or four days or the first week is a little bit hard, keep going. Because yeah. I promise you this is real shit. And if we're going to put the tinfoil hat on, I believe that all the powers that be understand that this is the truth about humans. And I also believe that the reason they propagate all this unhealthy shit and they tell us that we're stupid and they tell us that we're basically all this fucking bullshit that we aren't. Uh, is to keep us from understanding what we're actually capable of. I think they know what humans are capable of. I think they intentionally fucking poison our minds, poison our bodies, keep us suppressed so that we never discover what we're actually capable of. And I think the law of attraction being real is one of the biggest things they don't want people to understand. Yeah, man. Dude, I've, I've seen you visualize shit in five minutes later. Yeah, well, that's a whole nother thing, bro. Yeah. It, once you, it's a skill. So once, you, once you're good at it, once your like, mind is strong at it, the, the, the distance between when you visualize and when it actually becomes reality shrinks. Yeah, the lag time. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, 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 th and that's what made me like truly, there's a, a, I mean, there's a few of them, but like when I've seen you visualize something, like we've talked about it and then five minutes fucking later, it's there. Yeah. I'm like, there's no fucking way. Yeah. You know, um, real quick too, on the second part, you said one of the, one of the second things that you visualized back in, in 06 was, was you on the stage clapping. Mm -hmm. How did that come into fruition? Well, I always wanted to be a rapper, dude. Yeah. Like I always, when I grew up, I wanted to be a rapper. That was what I thought was cool. Yeah. And so like, yeah, I know you too, Joe. Uh, <laughs> that was my dream, dude. I wanted to rap. I wanted to be like that kind of, I, I don't know. I thought it was cool as a kid. And for some reason, uh, you know, and what's crazy is, is like, I thought about that my whole life, right? Like I want, like, it was never real for me because mm -hmm. I didn't fucking know anybody that rapped. I didn't know anybody that made music. I grew up on a fucking gravel road with no fucking neighbors, bro. I didn't right. know people. There was no internet, right? So it never came my way. I played sports, but that was my like secret that I didn't want to tell nobody, right? <laughs> I thought about it all the time. And what's funny is, is like, and I'm, I'm not saying this to brag, but I'm saying this is a dose of reality. If you took my presence as a personal development speaker and just made it rapper, it's the same fucking thing. Mm. 
Like people pay to come watch me speak. Yeah. I, I I live the fucking lifestyle that a rapper that I thought a rapper like I'm living the cribs lifestyle, bro. Like that shit all materialized. Like I just don't rap. I, the lights, the camera. Yeah, yeah, I talk about fucking how to get better, yeah. which is actually even cooler than rapping. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. For so, sure. you know, I could be fucking talking about Zizzerp and fucking you know <laughs> talk about what? What was yeah, that? Yeah, Zizzerp. <laughs> you know, Zizzerp <laughs> sipping on some Zizzerp. You don't even know that shit. I bro. know. It. I I knew it. No, you fucking no, I, I, oh, come on, man. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, any questions? You laughing at my whiteness, though? <laughs> it's just a little mayonnaise there. Was there? Just a little bit. Yeah, I got it from you. <laughs> fucker. Bullshit. Andy, question number two. Andy, is there any wrong kind of motivation? No. Uh, I recently had a close friend pass away, and I'm finding myself doing things that I know will continue to make him proud. It just kind of feel, feels wrong. Uh, in comparison to doing these things for myself, right? So doing doing things that make me better, doing it for somebody else, or doing it for myself—is there like a—is is there such a thing as wrong? Motivation? I mean, look, bro. He, he, I come from the school of like we're trying to get to a point, we're trying to create, we're trying to build, we're trying to get somewhere. And I also come from a place where it's hard for me. I'm not overly skilled. Uh, I don't have good genetics. I have to fight being a fat fuck every single day. So for me, like where I come from and how I think is like, I don't really give a shit what I have to draw on to get me motivated. Mm. Like, bro, it, it, it can be, yes, I want to, you know, it can be purpose motivation, which is great. I think purpose motivation is the best kind of motivation. I think when you have a higher purpose and I'm doing things because I'm trying to serve others, that's the purpose motivation that lasts forever. But I also don't think it's a bad idea to, to, to use the energy that people give us. You know, when we set out to live a life that's higher than the regular mediocre standard, you're going to get a lot of negativity. And if you don't know how to properly pivot the negative energy that you have into productive action, you're going to have a hard time. So, you know, for example, when I was doing MFCEO project the first time, you know, a lot of people are like, fuck, dude, you're so fucking pissed off. Well, no shit, dude. I've had to grind my fucking ass off for this whole entire time. It's not been fun. And I'm just telling you the reality of it. You know, I get all these people who would come in that never built a motherfucking thing or tried to build a motherfucking thing, trying to judge me on why the fuck I was motivated or what, what I was motivated by. Andy, you know, you should be rooting. You should be doing this for the people that love you, not trying to spite the people that hate you. What if it's both? Mm. What if it's both? Mm. What if it's I want to shove it down the motherfucking throat of the people that doubt me, but I also want to fucking make the people who support me proud? Yeah. I think the Internet's full of people who judge people on bullshit standards with a no nuance whatsoever does it really fucking matter if someone's improving the lives of others and improving their own life why the fuck they're motivated or why they're doing it you get what i'm saying yeah what's like the dude, end result yeah, yeah we see this with people who post about charitable acts okay like people like to fucking dog on people that post about charitable acts but i can tell you as someone who is expected to be charitable okay not everybody's expected to be charitable but when you fucking are, when people know that you're wealthy and they know that you're at a certain place in life they expect it, right? And by the way, you should be. You should be charitable. But, the, but if you don't show it, okay, to the public crowd, they fucking hate you and they say you're greedy as fuck and you don't do shit. Right. Okay? But then when you show it, they say, oh, you're only doing it because you're showing it. Yeah, you're arrogant. Okay? What the fuck? So the point is, these are fucking people in the peanut gallery that are fucking idiots. Okay? They're not, they're not doing shit for anybody. And we shouldn't listen to them. Okay, so you should show it because it inspires other people to do the same. 
That's the reality. Okay. But uh, where I'm going with all this. Uh, motivation. Huh? Just back yeah. To like you, yeah. you, you could take it wherever the fuck you can find it. Yeah. You know, like, bro, there is no shortage of negative energy. If you're trying to live outside the box, the standard framework of most people in society. It's just the real, this is the real deal, man. Yeah. Like f- for whatever reason, we can, we can analyze the reasons for the next fucking seven hours, but people don't like people to do things that remind them of what they're not doing. Right. They don't like that. Mm. That's just the general, and they'll find all kinds of reasons. They'll try to tell people that you're not really who the fuck you are. They'll try to tell people you're fucking people, you're this or you're that or this, you know? And like, dude, people fucking hate that shit. Yeah. Like people hate it. Like when you go, dude, there's, dude, you could walk on water, you cure cancer, you could fucking cure poverty, you could create world peace, and motherfuckers still gonna fucking hate you for it. That's just the reality. So you have to do what you know is right and continue moving down the path. And if people are gonna throw things at me that are gonna help motivate me, I'm gonna fucking use them. You know, so I don't think there is a wrong way to be motivated. Now, um, I do believe that, like, you know, when you go through life, things will motivate you differently at different phases of life, right? Like uh, when I was coming up in the very beginning, I was motivated heavily by material lifestyle. You know, now I'm not motivated really by material lifestyle. Like I, I, I think it's okay. I think it's cool. I enjoy it, but it's not like a main motivation for me. Yeah. My main motivation for me is to do what we're, our mission, which is to help motherfuckers I try to help you guys through the show. I try to help you guys with Arte, with 75 hard, with first form, with fucking everything I fucking do. I try to make as many people as I can better. That's, that's what I'm committed to. And certain people are going to go with that. Certain people aren't. Certain people are going to fucking hate it. I can't, I can't do anything about it. Yeah. It's just the reality. And you're not going to be able to do anything about it either. So when you go on your path, whatever it is that you're trying to do, don't get mad when people throw the fucking heat at you. Learn how to use it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's free. It's free. Yeah. They're giving you free energy, yeah. dude. All you got to do is say, fuck. Well, fuck that. I'm doing, I'm going to make sure that that person has to eat those words. Well, yeah. I mean, because dude, wouldn't you agree that like most people, they like, that's their chief complaint of inaction is like, well, I don't have any motivation. Where do I get the motivation? No, it's always there. You're choosing to not see it or use it. Well, look, man. I mean, motivation is the weakest form of actually getting shit done anyway. Like it's, that's why we talk about encouraging the building of discipline. Because the truth of the matter is motivation is fleeting. It's inconsistent. Mm. It's not there when you need it. It's there when you don't need it. And it's not something that we can truly count on all the time. So it's important to build discipline, uh, which is why I give the Live Hard program away for free. It's episode 208. You can listen to the whole thing. It's fucking free. Okay. And the reason I give it away for free is because it's the foundational blueprint of achievement on any level. Because most people do go their whole lives dictating their success based upon how motivated they are, which like I said, motivation is inconsistent. You can't count on it. Yeah. So you're going to get hot here. You're going to be cold here. You're going to get hot here. And it's never hot for long enough to actually create anything substantial. Discipline's the only way to create that. So that's why I give it away for free. That's why I talk about it all the time. Because if you do it, you'll start to understand exactly what I'm talking about now. Now, <clears throat> is it good to take the negativity and turn it into positive action? I found that to be the way to deal with it. Because there's no shortage of it. I can find it everywhere. You know, what you can't find everywhere in the beginning is a bunch of people spaking, you know, patting your ass, telling you you're great, right. clapping for you. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit doesn't come until the end, bro. That doesn't come until the end. And then even at the end, half people still hate you. <laughs> so like, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Love it, man. 
Well, guys, Andy, our third and final question. Uh, Andy, question number three. Uh, how, what, what ways should I not compare myself to others? I'm a sophomore in high school, um, and my friends, they often share their successes and their failures a lot. Uh, even if their failures are not truly failures, like getting a B plus in a hard AP class, I find it hard not to compare myself to them when they seem to be having way more successes than, than me. How do I get away from constantly comparing myself to my friends? Well, first off, I don't think there's anything wrong with comparing your performance to other people's performance. I think that's a very healthy thing to do. I think they try to weed it out of society because it makes society less competitive, mm. okay? I've always compared myself to other people when it comes to my performance, even today. Like when I want to know if I'm doing good, I look at people who I consider peers and I look at what they're doing and mm. I say, okay, this guy's doing this, this guy's doing that, I'm doing this, where can I do better? Oh, this guy's doing something better than me, I can improve in that. It doesn't mean I hate him, I'm right. learning from this, okay? So I'm inspired by other people's, by my, comparing myself to other people inspires me when it talks about performance. But I think where it gets muddy and I think where people get carried away with it is when they start comparing themselves to like a whole nother person, right? Like in all areas, mm. like, like they get fixated. Yeah. On they it. lose yeah. their sense of self. Yeah. Like, like bro, your unique self, like who you are, your authentic self is actually the most valuable asset that you'll ever have. If you can figure out a way to cultivate it. And the reason I say cultivate it is because most people think being authentic is pretending to be authentic on the internet, meaning they talk a certain way. Maybe they say some curse words. Maybe they say some shit like, I don't give no fucks what anybody thinks, shit like that. And they think that's authentic. That is not authenticity, bro. You're playing a role, okay? Your authentic self has to be developed through you actually really reflecting and learning to be comfortable being yourself. Yourself is a tremendous asset because no one else can be that. That's what you guys have to understand. People are so afraid from like sharing what they really think or being who they really are as an individual because they think that they see this other person over here having success with this version and they think for them to have success, they have to be this version, right? Like bro, in the 80s, Coke uh, decided that they needed to be more competitive with Pepsi, okay? So they came out with new Coke which tastes more like Pepsi, which made all the people who loved Coke fucking hate Coke, okay? <laughs> so, so you have all these people who love Coke and don't like Pepsi, and then you, you want to be more like Pepsi because Pepsi's doing something. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And the same thing that happened to Coke will happen to you if that's the way you live your life, Okay. You will never be able to develop a genuine fan base, or if you do, they will, you will lose them by trying to be like other people. Yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> I think a lot of people see these people online and they try to emulate behaviors that they see online. And then they think that that's going to get them the likes, clicks and traffic and shares that they're trying to create. And so really what they're doing is they're manipulating the fucking platform, right? Like I'm trying to be what I need to be to get the likes, the comments, and the shares, which is faulty thinking. If you were just who you were and you were so, you did so authentic authentically, people would feel that 
and those other things would come. This is no different than making money. People think, when I ask people, what's the purpose of a business? Their automatic response 99 times out of 100 is to make money. That is not the fucking purpose of a business. That's why your business fucking sucks, okay? The purpose of a business is to solve a fucking problem of a customer, and money is the byproduct. Mm. And that's how you should think about it with social media or your personal brand or your company's brand, okay? Do a great job at being you, and people will resonate, and the, shit will, the other shit that you're trying to get will come. And this is a very hard concept for people to understand because everybody's used to seeing, and by the way, you may never get 30 million fucking Instagram followers. I'm sorry. Maybe you don't have what the fuck it takes. That's okay too. Maybe you're meant for something else. Okay. We, we have all these lanes and these boxes that we try to put everybody in that defines their success. And right now, like one of the things that frustrates me is a lot of these young people feel like they're failures because they don't have a million or 10 million followers on the fucking internet. Mm -hmm. Well, bro, not everybody's going to be that. Yeah. Okay. Like certain people are going to be that certain people aren't, you should be looking for, for the thing that's going to fucking really align with you. Okay. Let me tell you something too. Those of you guys seeking fame, those of you guys who are like, you, I want fame. I want people's attention and shit. It ain't all it's cracked up to be motherfuckers. Like you ain't gonna fucking like it. Okay. You're gonna have motherfuckers in your fucking business all the time. They're going to be fucking private. You get no privacy. Like I couldn't even imagine what it's like for somebody like fucking Tom Brady, bro. Or somebody like The Rock. Somebody who's actually fucking famous. Or like Logan Paul. Like, bro, the dude's got seven... Dude, he's got a seven-man detail fucking 24 hours a day. On him. Mm -hmm. On him. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, bro, that, that ain't no fucking real life, man. Like, I'll I be real. And I love Jake Paul. But like, I don't, want the, I don't want his life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want that level of fucking fame. That's not what the fuck I want. If you notice, I do the minimum in terms of social media to fly under the fucking radar. I don't try very hard. And the reason I don't try very hard is because it ain't that cool for everybody to know all your shit. Yeah. It just ain't. So, <clears throat> I don't know. What, what, what was the question? Yeah. <laughs> this person wants to get away from comparing themselves. Yeah. So, the point is, dude, look, man, you're a young kid. You're 15 years old. Your, your friends, looking at how they're winning or how they're doing things, uh, that's a good thing for you. Measure yourself against them, but do not lose yourself and your unique gifts in trying to be like them. Be you. Now, it's just like, dude, when you see someone on an athletic field, dude's running a 4-5-40, you could probably learn how to be a little faster by watching him do his fucking uh, his warm-ups his warm and, and his routine yeah. and his side work and all these things. But you may never run a 4-5-40, bro. Mm. Maybe you go from a 5-0 to a 4-8. That's a fucking massive difference, by the way. Yep. But- you know, not everybody can be LeBron James, dude. Not everybody's going to be Michael Jordan. Not everybody's going to be fucking, you know, whoever else. Like, we're all, I think if people spent more time really truly learning who they actually are and being comfortable, like, being that, they would find a lot more fulfillment and success in their life. Yeah. And I think this, this, this social media makes it real hard. I was just talking to Emily about this yesterday of how, how mean kids were to me growing up. Um, and then I said, and I said to her, cause like, dude, I was like very heavily bullied for a long time. And I said to her, I'm like, fuck dude, like imagine being a kid today. Yeah. Like imagine these, imagine the pressure on these young people today with social media. And it's not just from the people you go to school with. Bro. Yeah. Bro, I couldn't even imagine it. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine it. In a lot of ways, you know, I, I'm like, fuck these kids are, 
these kids are like soft, but then in other ways, I'm like, fuck, they got to deal with a lot of shit that we have to deal with. Yep. And I do not envy that. Yeah. Because bro, their business, their every breakup, every fucking drama, it's all through social media now. And it's fuck, like, dude, I, I can't imagine what that's like. It's got to be real bad for these kids. I, I personally think social media is a total negative on society. I, I think it's a total negative. I, don't, I think the negatives outweigh the goods. We take away all the business. Like people say, oh, yeah, Andy, you, you do well with social media and you, you make business. I don't care. I give it all away to not have it. If everybody, if everybody fucking, if, everybody, if we turn social media off and it went away forever, I'd be perfectly fine. I don't care if it costs me. I don't care what it costs me. I'd figure out how to operate without it. That's how bad I think it is. That's also why you're going to see me spend less and less time on Instagram, more and more time just posting my podcast and letting it go. Because like, dude, I'm not going to let it steal any more of my life. You know, Especially. that's why I'm going to, you know, you guys will see what I'm doing with the MFCEO project. I'm doing something very special with that. Um, going to build a community around it that you guys are really going to like. Uh, but outside of those two things, like recording the show and then doing that, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not participating anymore. Yeah. It's not, it's not, uh, it's not healthy. It's not good. Um, now if they change some things, you know, like I think some things could be changed and make it a lot better, but it doesn't seem that they want that to be the case. Yeah. Well, guys, Andy, that was three. Yeah. Anyway, like I hope this young man understands what the fuck I'm saying. Yeah. Like, bro. Be you. Yeah. Be who you are. Now, dude, it's hard to say that to a 15 year old, bro. Yeah. You don't know who the fuck you are. It's true. You know, I'm 43. I barely know. And it changes every day, bro. I'm growing every day. So like, you know, when you're 15 years old, man, it's a confusing time. It's a fucking hard time. And, you know, I, I think it's okay to be inspired by your friend's successes and work to be better. Let that drive you, but don't get caught up in the comparison game to where it ruins, makes you think that there's something wrong with you, bro. I thought there was something wrong with me all through fucking high school. I wasn't popular. I wasn't cool. I had some good friends. I still, I still fucking talk to most of them. And the ones I don't talk to, I wish I did. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's not like I had a bad experience, but it wasn't like it was great either. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, you know, come to find out I'm pretty good at a couple things when everybody told me I wasn't right. You know, like what these, like what they're telling you right now at 15 years old is like their adults are so sure of how these kids' lives are going to turn out and they, they kind of frame it for them. And bro, that's so wrong because I'm an example of that. I'm an example of a 15-year-old kid that everybody said was going to be shit. And I went out and did a couple things. You know, I'm sure I fucking, I'm sure there's going to be more things that I do. I'm sure there's going to be things I fuck up. But the point is, I wasn't the fucking loser they thought I was. You know what I'm saying? Love it. And you guys aren't either. You guys need to remember that. I don't care if, I don't, care if you got, you don't have one believer in your fucking family or your friend circle, bro. It doesn't matter. Because like I, can, I know for sure that there were times in my life where I had no believers. None. So keep that in mind. Alright. AFE. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jury box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank road.